Hello everyone, it's Dr. Sam. I'd like to welcome you to my Eye Clarity Podcast. This is a show that offers cutting edge information on how to improve your vision and overall wellness through holistic methods. I so appreciate you spending part of your day with me. If you have questions, you can send them to hello at drsamburn.com. Now to the latest Eye Clarity episode. Hey folks, it's Dr. Sam, and I want to welcome you to another Eye Clarity podcast. Today we have a very interesting question from a gentleman, and it has to do with his cornea. But before we get to that, I want to announce my upcoming course on how to reverse cataracts. This is an opportunity for you if you've been diagnosed with cataracts to learn holistic methods to improve lens health and possibly avoid surgery. I'll be offering some of my techniques that I've developed over three decades, things like physical eye therapy, nutrition tips, energy medicine, and many other things. So if you would like to sign up, go to my website, drsamburn.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. Or you can send me an email at hello at drsamburn.com. So I'm going to take this question today from Jonathan. And he says that he he has been diagnosed with an inherited, it's called anterior basement membrane dystrophy. And he's also been diagnosed with dry eye. And he says in his email to me, I know what to do to try to treat the dry eye and general inflammation, but I was interested in any alternate approaches to this corneal dystrophy, which he calls AMBB. And he wants to know uh, if it's caused by genetics or are there other reasons why we might develop corneal dystrophies. Right now he's using Muro eye drops and Zidra uh, eye drops. And uh, he's not really getting much of a change. He's also using uh, Avanova, which uh, probably helps reduce the dry eye. He's also using hot compresses and omega-3s. He says his main problem is air conditioning, dry climate, and excessive screen time for work and entertainment. All right, Jonathan, fasten your seatbelts. So first of all, when we talk about this particular condition called anterior basement membrane dystrophy. Uh, This is also can be known as map dot fingerprint corneal dystrophy, Coogan's microcystic dystrophy, and it is an inherited disorder that affects the uh, corneal surface and it can create uh, erosions, blurred vision, distorted vision. And what happens with these certain corneal erosions is they tend to reoccur, especially when you wake up in the morning. You know, the driest part of your eyes usually occur between when you go to bed at night and when you wake up in the morning. And it is probably the most common corneal dystrophy. You know, I've read studies where two to three percent of the entire population has been diagnosed with this uh, corneal dystrophy. 
And so the first line of management is usually using some type of topical antibiotic. Sometimes using the Muro eye drops can also be helpful. On serious conditions, there may be things offered like corneal transplants. And there is a coupling effect between the dry eye and the corneal dystrophy. So I'm going to give you several things to think about, and maybe you've tried them, maybe you've not. But whenever there's a corneal problem, there are two things that I think about. Number one is the state of the health of the eyelids, because it's the eyelids that house the glands that produce the tears that cover the cornea. And in any corneal dystrophy, one of the enemies of the cornea is dehydration. There's usually an imbalance in the fluid body of the cornea. It's partly due to the fact that if you're, if you're suffering inflammation in the eyelids, those are the areas that contain your lymphatic health, your immunity around the eye, and it begins to interfere with, and it's an obstacle for producing normal tears. And if you're not able to produce normal tears or the tears evaporate too quickly, this is going to amplify any corneal imbalance you have. So aside from the inflammation in the eyelids, the other thing that I think about with the cornea has to do with our collagen health. You know, collagen is the connective tissue that makes up our skin, uh, our joints, and the cornea is made up of mostly collagen. So when you combine uh, inflammation, dryness, and it's affecting the cornea, this sets up a situation where things only can go in one direction. So I'm going to recommend several different things on a more natural basis. And the number one thing that I would suggest would be starting a program of the 5% MSM eye drops. Now MSM, as I've said a lot of times, is a sulfur molecule. I use an organic sulfur, sulfur molecule and I've put it into an eye drop. And sulfur is the third leading trace mineral found in our body. And MSM, at least on a systemic level, has been shown to support better collagen health. So you do the math. If you use MSM, there's going to be more support on a collagen level. And MSM is lubricating, it's brightening, it's lightening, and it also, uh, at least on a systemic level, can reduce some of the inflammation. And I would recommend doing the 5% MSM at least four to six times a day. And I might also consider adding the either the Thera tears or the Oasis tears. These are natural tears that you could use in between the MSM 5%. Those eye drops tend to lubricate pretty well. I use them a lot for post-surgery, for things like cataract surgery and LASIK surgery, and, and patients seem to find comfort in those. Then in the evening, I would suggest getting some organic castor oil and beginning to do some massage on the eyelids in the evening. So before bed, 
you are massaging some organic castor oil on the outside part of the eyes, on the eyelids, which is the part of the eye where that inflammation begins to interfere with tear production. So if you combine the MSM in the day with the artificial tears, and then you use the castor oil massage in the evening, that is a great start in being able to rebuild your collagen, reduce inflammation, and allow the tears of your eyes to work better. Some other things that I would suggest would be in terms of corneal health, the B vitamins are really important for corneal health. I would also suggest a good vitamin A. Uh, now again, you could get this in an overall inclusive eye vitamin that includes lutein and uh, zeaxanthin. You know, I'd probably add things like bilberry and ginkgo, which improve the overall eye circulation. The omega-3s, I would get a very high quality omega-3 and probably amp it up to maybe two to 3,000 milligrams a day, making sure you have enough DHA. That's the part of the omega-3 that is really, really important in terms of reducing inflammation. Believe it or not, I have found that juicing uh, celery, celery juice, can be really helpful as an anti-inflammatory agent. And I've used it uh, for people who suffer chronic dry. So it's a systemic way to get uh, more of an alkaline field going in the body, which is going to affect the eyes. I would check into any allergies you might have, heavy metal toxicities, um, and even being exposed to pesticides, things like glyphosate. You know, I've consulted a number of patients over the years from the Midwest who live near farms and the pesticides that are being sprayed in those farm areas, we absorb that glyphosate, you know, it comes from Roundup and it wreaks havoc, on, wreaks havoc on the gut health, which directly affects the eye health. In terms of systemically supporting better collagen health, I would definitely dive into things like bone broth. And uh, if you do eat meat, chicken, chicken broth, chicken soup, has incredible um, minerals in it. Also, I think things like citrus fruits and, and eggs, I would get, again, organic eggs if you're gonna do that. The berry family is super important, so I would make sure you're adding things like strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, whatever is in season. These have things in it like resveratrol and also high levels of antioxidants that improve blood vessel health. Garlic is another one that I'd make sure you're getting. Onions, leafy greens. Uh, so those are some of the nutritional things that you're probably already doing. And then I would consider the possibility of maybe as a support adjunct therapy, getting some acupuncture. You know, acupuncture can help draw the congested energy away from the eyes. So that could re be really helpful. And it also supports your liver health. You know, the eyelids reflect our spleen health and our intestinal health. You know, people that get chronic styes and chalazians and bumps on the eyelids, you know, we tend to look more in Chinese medicine in terms of how we support our digestive health and maybe even getting some craniosacral therapy, uh, exploring your lymphatic health. 
there was a blog that I did which showed the relationship between doing 10 minutes of rebounding and how that actually improves your eye circulation. And then finally, protecting your eyes against the damaging blue light. I would recommend blue blocking filters for all your screen time and my eye exercises. You know, it's really important to find out, are your two eyes working together? Is one eye doing more of the work than the other? What kind of prescription you're wearing, especially for your screen time? The functional use of your eyes can definitely affect the structure. And the cornea being the clear window, that is the first place that we meet people with our eyes. And if there's an imbalance in the hydration, if there's inflammation, if there's oxidative stress that's accumulating, this leads to free radical damage. And the cornea is a very vulnerable tissue because no blood vessels run directly to the cornea. So you got to make sure that you're getting enough nutrients into your body so that it feeds the cornea. And you do this through a combination of topically natural eye drops, castor oil, and then systemically supporting yourself with all these great antioxidants. So Jonathan, I hope that's helpful. I want to thank you for the question. And ladies and gentlemen, that's our show for today. I want to thank you for tuning in. And until next time, take care. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from the iClarity podcast show today. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. See you here next time.